Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. We're studying in the book of James, and we're nearing the end of chapter number one. We still have much to do in chapter number one as we go verse by verse, but we're in the bottom half of the chapter. James has been writing on the subject of temptation, diverse temptation, meaning varying kinds of temptation. I'm glad for varying times uh, times or types of temptation that there is not a varying God. God is one with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. He is the same. He is consistent. He is immutable. He's yesterday, today, and forever, from everlasting to everlasting God. And though the temptation, the testing might be different day to day, the God is not. And God can get us through it. God can see us onto the other side. God has everything within himself adequate enough, sufficient for the purpose, purpose, perfect and entire, wanting nothing to get us through times of temptation. Now, James has written about temptation, which is a testing in life, and then temptation, which is a solicitation to evil. Two different aspects of that word temptation or derivatives, if you will, of temptation. God will tempt us with testing. God will not tempt us with sin. God is holy, so he never tempts us to be unholy. But God will put his children through affliction, through the fiery furnace, if you will, to strengthen their faith. Faith produces patience. Patience helps us to be perfect and entire, wanting nothing, helps us to mature in our faith. But now we've talked about that kind of temptation, the temptation of, of the flesh, which God is not in, that derives from self, that is from the well of wickedness within, and that leads to death, leads to sin. Last broadcast, we talked about how every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights. And the Bible said, with whom is neither variableness, neither shadow of turning. Verse number uh, 18, of his own will begat he us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Now, James is giving us another truth here. The goodness of God is found in the fact that God gave us a spiritual birth through the word of God. He begat us. He gave birth to us in a spiritual sense, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And by grace are you saved through faith. That's none of yourselves. It's the gift of God. So the fact that this birth is by the word of truth, it tells us a spiritual birth. He's referring to the new birth. Regeneration spiritually is through the agency of that word of God, faith in the word of God by grace through faith. Faith in what? Faith in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the gospel. Now, the last phrase of that verse is that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. So we could also say that we might be some of the first fruits of his, uh, of his creatures. James may be referring to the first generation of Christianity. He might be. They indeed were the first fruits of the greater body of believers, which would accrue down through the ages. First fruits are a familiar concept to Jewish people, and that's who James is writing to. And it's the initial portion of the harvest. And we understand that uh, Jesus died and was resurrected 
resurrected, ascended to heaven, sort of a first fruits. But here we have these early believers being born again, and no doubt they were some of the first into the family of God by grace through faith, and James is speaking of that. Let's get to verse number 19. I hurried because I want to get to verse number 19, and we'll read down through verse number 20. The Bible said, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak. Now, that's not reversed. It doesn't say uh, slow to hear and swift to speak. It says swift to hear and slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Let's go to verse 21. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. So now we have a thought. You see that word where it says in verse number 19, wherefore. That means because of what has just preceded it. Because God is so good to us, because we understand that these temptations come in life and they'll make us perfect and entire, wanting nothing, that wherefore. We look back at what God has just said. We understand God doesn't tempt us to sin. God doesn't uh, tempt us to do evil, but God does shower us with good things. Therefore, my beloved brethren, it says, be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. And I believe in the context it's saying, watch what you say in regards to God and his guidance and leadership and permissive will being done in your life. Be slow. Be slow. Don't get bitter. Don't get doubting. Don't get self-righteous and think you're smarter than he is and then begin to accuse God of making some kind of mishap mistake or mammoth uh, 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 um, uh, misleading or misguiding in your life. Don't do that. Be slow. Be slow to speak, swift to hear. Hear what? Hear the wisdom of the Word of God. Hear the preaching of the Word of God. Hear the still, small voice of the Holy Spirit of God. Be slow to speak. That's such a problem in our day. Oh, we can't wait to tweet about it. We can't wait to post about it. we got to take a picture and put it out there immediately. We're swift to speak and slow to hear. You can't get people to listen. I was talking today, and I won't name any names to protect the guilty, uh, but, but folks we deal with, they just will not listen. They will not listen. They ask, and you give an answer, and they, and they don't follow through. A lot of folks come to counseling, not for counseling, but to tell the preacher what they're going through, listen to him talk for a minute like the uh, teacher at the Char- in the Charlie Brown show, just want, 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 they don't listen to a thing. They just wanted to talk. They didn't want to hear, and they don't want to apply. They just want to talk. They are slow to hear and swift to speak, but the Bible says be swift to hear. I tell you how you avoid a lot of problems in life is if you listen. How do you avoid a lot of trouble in life? Listen. How do you avoid a lot of heartache in life? Just listen. God gave you, we hear hear this statement all the time. It's so true. God gave you two ears and one mouth. You got to listen twice as much as you speak. If you're a young preacher, why don't you just quit talking and listen to an older preacher? That's right. I mean, you're a, you're a church member. Why don't you quit running your mouth about everything and just listen to what the, the, the preacher's preaching from the pulpit. Be slow to speak, swift to hear. And then it said slow to wrath. Many a problem in life would be precluded if we just follow this formula. He's touching upon, James is, the matter of temper and the loss of temper. And he deals with that even later in the chapter. We'll talk about it. Verse number 20, it says, For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. That word uh, uh, worketh means it does not accomplish 
the righteousness of God, doesn't achieve the righteousness of God. The thought is, we're not talking about righteous indignation here. We're, we're talking about uh, flying off the handle, losing your temper. That does not uh, advertise itself as a good billboard for the righteousness of God. So be slow to speak, swift to hear, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Now there's some things we ought to get angry about. We ought to be angry at sin and angry at immorality and angry at uh, the advancement of the devil and angry at compromise in a righteous sense. We ought to be mad at what God's mad about, but we ought not fly off the handle and have a short temper because we would not listen and we had to run our mouth. Billy Sunday said a short temper is like a shotgun. It takes a second to pull the trigger, but it blows everything up. And that's the truth. Verse 21, wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. The word translated as filthiness, we're talking about defilement. We're talking about the wrath of man. It is filthiness. The flying off the handle, that is filthiness of the flesh. That temper, losing it, that is filthiness of the flesh. Loss of temper is sin. That's what I'm saying. You say, well, I'm just wired that way. My family's always been that way. We just speak our mind. No, you just have unbridled sin, unbridled flesh. All right. The phrase superfluity of naughtiness means an abundance of malice or ill will. That means just being eaten up with envy, eaten up with malice, eaten up with wanting to hurt somebody, eaten up with hatred. Uh, James is touching upon this. He said it must have been a problem maybe in early churches. It's a problem in our churches today. Uh, but he's ta- talking about this. Don't have this proclivity to anger, to temper, and to malice. He says put such away. That is so anti the spirit of God and anti the character of Christ and anti the teaching of the Bible to walk around with a chip on your shoulder and an axe to grind, coming to church, looking for contention, looking for quarrel, looking for criticism, looking for problems, looking for a fight. Here's how you fix that. You remember God's been so good to you. He's the giver of every good thing. God has been graceful and loving and caring in your life. There's no shadow of turning in him. He's always the same. And he said, "Be, be slow to speak. Don't run your mouth. Be swift to hear. Listen to truth. Listen to principle. Listen to your pastor. Listen to the word of God. And be slow to wrath. Don't fly off the handle. If you get mad, you get good and mad for a good reason. But don't just fly off the handle. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. And receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. There's the fix all. You get more Bible in, less social media, more Bible in, less talk news, uh, Fox News, talk shows. You get more Bible in, less your own opinion, and it'll help your attitude and your temper. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.